What's up, everybody? It's Kiana. It's Ashley. And welcome back to Real Tales. We have another exciting yet real episode for you, but we want to put out a disclaimer early before we even get started, okay? And the disclaimer is a warning. This is going to be a sensitive subject and it's not for people who are easily sensitive and easily offended. So we ask that as you're listening, that you listen with your heart and not with your offense, all right? Yes, yes. So this topic is about the benefits of celibacy. And um, this is... You know, not a topic that's talked about often, uh, especially not in church and probably not among your friends. But we want to talk about it and just, you know, give some a different perspective on celibacy. So first, I just wanted to get the definition of celibacy. Um, I looked it up and I saw a couple different definitions. And the first one I saw is a voluntary vow of sexual absence and then abstaining from sexual relations. So let that sink in on what that means to you and what that looks like. Wow. The fact that they said voluntary. I love that. So just like in our Christian belief is free will. It's a choice. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's, that's, that's interesting. Yes. I mean, just like you take vows in a marriage, you're taking vows to yourself that you're going to be absent in your life until now the definition say until marriage. But of course, in the Christian uh, sense, yes, celibacy is until you are married. Mm. Um, But yeah, so, you know, a lot of people, you know, they don't practice celibacy for many reasons. Um, I do want to list a few reasons that um, I thought of um, that I've heard and just, you know, just. Because it's obvious. But everyone has their reasons why they don't. But some reasons that people do not practice celibacy, you know, it's it's hard to wait until marriage, you know. Mm-hmm. If you got a boyfriend, girlfriend, you know, your flesh, your body, you know, your body wants that. And when you're Facts. touching and, you know, it, it just it happens. So a lot of people just don't want to wait because it is hard. Yeah, I agree. So hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. So the definition said sexual relations, and now you're saying some people don't want to do it or want to um, to engage in celibacy. Let me be specific because of of, of our flesh. So let me, let me clarify. So when you say sexual relations, um, all sex is not included, right? Oh, it's included. Yeah. Okay, masturbation is not included, right? Yeah, that's included. Okay, all right. I just want to clarify. <laughs> I just want to clarify. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, another reason is um, they feel alone and they are the only ones waiting. Well, yeah, that's a huge one. Mm-hmm, it is. <laughs> yeah, because you're a minority. Everybody else is doing it and you ain't. Especially, I know for me personally, I've had women who have tried to like dig around and see where I am in in that space of celibacy or intimacy with a guy mm-hmm. and try to in a sense make me feel bad because of decisions and the decision that I make to be celibate. Right. So please women and men, if if someone you know has made that decision, please be mature about it because I just personally believe that how good you are in the bedroom doesn't make you a man or a woman. Amen. It's a benefit. It's a plus. But if you're good in the bedroom, but you can't balance your checkbook, 
you can't handle your business, that doesn't make you a man or a woman. So I know that I've personally had that experience and that has led to the loneliness and um, sometimes some sadness because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, God, why, why am I being, you know, scrutinized for a decision that I'm making to honor you? Right. And it shouldn't be that way. You should respect people for what they're doing and why they're doing it. Just like you respect them. They decide they want to do it. You're not judging them. You're not making them feel bad. You no. know, so it shouldn't be the other way around. So I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, another reason uh, that people don't practice celibacy is uh, premarital sex is shown in media so much that it is normalized. It's almost encouraged in society, even in Christian media. You know, I'm even seeing in some people's podcasts and YouTube uh, shows that some of the Christian men and women are kind of saying, you know, well, you know, that's what you want to do. Or, you know, I think, mm. you know, you know, sex is really important. You know, they're, they're almost kind of veering away from um, wow. what the Bible says. And so I feel like media is a big pressure on why people are, are thinking that it's not wrong, that it's okay. I have to agree. I agree with that for a lot of different reasons, you know. There are a lot of songs to this day that you turn them on and listen. You be like, hold up, wait a minute. Like, so I definitely, oh my gosh. Like, I could just think of so many different just movies or just music videos in yes. itself. There are a couple of music videos now that I'm like, whoa, I can't even watch you because it, it feels like pornography. Yeah. You know? Or I just think about the songs that are on the radio and, I mean, you're just telling all intimate business. Now, don't get me wrong. Okay, let me clarify. Because I believe that the marriage bed, the marriage bed is undefiled. Now, I do believe that there are certain things don't bring up in there because you're doing a bit too much. But you should be able to try and experiment different things. You know, I personally believe this this Kiana's belief. Let me clarify. You know, and whatever you do, but don't put that in a song and then that's played on the mm -hmm. on the radio. Listen, these the, the, the younger generation, Jesus. Lord, that didn't tell that didn't tell me down right there this morning. Oh, yeah, Hollywood definitely. Um, they, there's not a show or a movie that you can't watch that does not involve some kind of sex scene in Agreed. it. And majority of the time, the sex scene is between two people that are not married. And Agreed. sometimes it's it's one that's married and then one that's not married. You know what I'm saying? If they have, there's always you know the adultery and, and affairs. Like it, it's a lot of um, chaos and mixed messages. And I mean, I understand because Hollywood is not. Um, representing uh, celibacy or representing mm -hmm. Christ, you know, so that's to them, it's not their responsibility. And or sex sales. Yeah, it's just, yeah, so mm -hmm. th that's their motive. Um, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, because you see it so much and mm -hmm. and you don't really see all of the uh, the negative things that come with having sex with somebody that you don't know, having one night stands or, mm. or, or having sex with someone that you barely know only for a few months mm -hmm. or, or showing those, those, those consequences or the things that can come with it when you don't know, really know the person that you're intimately with, like you can when you're with someone that you actually decide to marry, Agreed. um, then you're not going to think that anything's going to happen, that everything's mm. okay, that this, that there's nothing, um, I don't want to keep saying the word wrong. I want to say just the fact of that there are, um, there are just risks that comes with it. Yeah, you know. and um, But those those aren't really shown often. And so that also makes it seem like, well, you know, celibacy is not 
cool. It, it, it's, it's not it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. It's not necessary. You just see the good side. They you're shown the pleasure side mm-hmm. of it, and not the pains that do come after those decisions. Believe it or not, y'all, there are consequences. I like to say sin is its own consequence. And a lot of times we try to punish people, but when you commit the sin, it's it, it in itself is its consequence. There's always something that comes behind it. So that's why I believe God says we don't have to judge people. That's why I believe God says that we don't have to um we don't have to do all of those different things because when you make the decision to do the opposite mm-hmm. of what he's asked the consequences come with it. So just please be mindful that if you are looking for what God wants you to have, mm-hmm. you won't, you probably won't see it in Hollywood. Right. Just saying. Mm-hmm. There's no shade to Hollywood at all. Please don't think it's no shade. Don't try to come for us with no emails. <laughs> don't try to come to us with nothing. We're just giving you the truth. Right. Well, they may not see it now, but they'll see it soon with um, Hollywood Productions. So they're going to they see it soon. Uh, it's going to be yes. on movie theaters and TV shows because it's time for a new narrative to be seen. Exactly. It, it's it's exactly. time to see, to see the other side of that story. And yeah. um, it's going to happen. So yeah. I agree. I appreciate that. Praise God. I'm excited. Whoop, whoop. Come on here. <laughs> uh, you know, we're going to put a little... Uh, a tidbit in by Love Tales. Y'all gonna say, check that out, y'all. Check them out. Check it out. <laughs> First episode is already on YouTube. Okay. Um. So yeah. So basically, those are the reasons why people, and I'm sure there's a whole lot more reasons why people don't practice celibacy. You know. I agree. Um. And but, I okay. and I think to add in just on that, I think about when you said there are a whole lot of reasons why people don't practice it. I know for me. I did not get the sex talk in my household. Mm, right. Social media gave me the sex talk. Oh, wow. Um, okay. BET. <laughs> oh, Lord. Gave me the sex talk. Okay. Y'all know about that BET uncut? <laughs> yeah, back in the day was real ratchet. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> wow. I mean, my parents did not talk. I'm going to be honest, y'all. I don't even remember sex ed when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we talked about it, but I honestly don't remember it. And I'm I'm letting you know, mama, I love you, but my mama will say to this day that she talked to me about it. Baby, you did not talk to me, but I love you. (laughs) You or daddy did not talk to me about it. And honestly... It wasn't really talked about um, when I was growing up at that age in the church. And it was Mm -mm. really, really difficult because, honestly, I was confused. Uh I was confused on what was okay and what wasn't okay. Mm -hmm. I didn't really know how to date. Um, I didn't really know what was acceptable. Uh You know, so I was oftentimes clouded on what was right and what was, you know, wrong or what was risky or what was not risky Mm -hmm. so i definitely think that that is a conversation that is important first it should start in the home because we shouldn't be so dependent on the church or anyone's school to to teach those things Uh whatever you want Whatever your moral foundation is in your home, you should teach that. You, yeah. you feel what I'm saying? So, hear my heart. I'm not saying that, that, that the church 
she has the sole responsibility. Right. But what I am saying is there should be regular and frequent discussions to couple with what's being talked about in the home or just in case it's not being talked right. about. Right. Because everybody may not have the parents that, or, or that stability at home to even have right. that conversation. So, yeah, you, I agree with that very much so because um, some parents may not be comfortable. Maybe they weren't taught either. And so then they're probably like, well, I don't even know how to start off with this. If, mm-hmm. I, if I say no, they're going to just go ahead and do it anyways. Right. Or if I, if, I, if I tell them the information, it may scare them and, and traumatize <laughs> them the way, you know what I'm saying? Because I had a nurse for a mama and tr- we had to talk and we had all the nasty details, honey. Oh, come oh, on, then. <laughs> Things, but I'm gonna make sure I'm cute censored, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't know where Anchor and Spotify, but they just censor, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, she, she gave us all the details, and it, it scared me at first. And I said, What the? But it didn't scare me <laughs> that much. But yeah, so I agree, it is important to definitely have those conversations so there's no questions of what it is all about. I definitely agree, and I honestly, like, your mom has actually talked to me about some things, so I know some of those details, and I'm just like, an adult, like, like, oh my gosh. (laughs) But it is definitely important to... To, to talk about things. I think a lot of times we dance around things or we just we just want to run that shako bowl over everything. No, and no. it's like we have to talk and have, you know, real, real, real conversations. And look, be honest. If you don't know the practice of celibacy because that wasn't your practice, mm-hmm. then say that. And a lot of times if you tap into other people, other friends or whomever... Yeah. You'll find out because let's be honest, a lot of people don't talk about whether they're celibate or whether, you know, they don't talk about those, you know, those things. Um, So that's why we're having the conversation because it's very important to begin to have the conversations about the truths of what, what God wants and what he desires. So yeah, real talk. Yes. That's really good. You know, and I, I think, the important thing is to understand what the benefits are from of celibacy. Yeah. Um, everyone will have different reasons why they do practice celibacy. Mm-hmm. And um, we're not going to get into that because everyone has their own personal reasons why. Yeah. Um, but definitely want to um, explore and expose mm-hmm. you all that are listening to what the benefits are of celibacy. Mm-hmm. And, and, and think about, you know, what, what, what you've made the choices in the past, now what you want the future to look like, mm-hmm. and think about um, these benefits. So first, I just want to kind of do the obvious ones. These are probably the ones you probably heard mm-hmm. in home or at school, you know, where you, you ain't going to catch no STDs, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. You want to be itching, scratching, burning, and, and, and bleeding and leaking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, no, you know, um, unplanned pregnancies, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, no soul ties to the wrong people. Come on, um, man. And I want to say Come a little on, bit about man. that statement because something I learned, and, and some people may not know what soul ties are, but it's basically... Um, when you are intimate with someone uh, sexually, uh, you all souls do get tied, and you mm-hmm. all do leave each other, leave deposits in each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, whether it was one night stand, or whether you knew him for a year or ten years, or even if you are married, you become soul tied. Mm-hmm. And I would prefer to be soul tied with my husband. Come on, not with Jim, John, Bob, and Chris, and, and twenty other people. You know what I'm saying? And all his partners. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, soul ties is not a negative when it's with the right person that God has created you to be with and married. You better say that. 
soul ties is bad when you are connected with so many souls because you've deposited sexually <laughs> and so many people that were not part of God's plan for you. Wow. That was rich. So, yeah. That's that's first I, point. You know, wow. I um was listening to a particular sermon and um it was Pastor Mike Todd. A uh, shout out to Pastor Mike Todd and Transformation Church. Um and I like what he said about um soul ties. And he explained something. He said that you are married when you consummate the marriage. So that lets me know that when you have multiple sex partners, that means you are married to all of those people. Now, this is biblical. I can't tell you where to find it in the Bible. Google it, and I'm sure it will come up. Y'all know we are Google generation. But... That really, really caused me to think. It caused me to think about soul ties and just different people you could be connected to. And you're wondering why it's hard for you to shake, you mm -hmm. know, a certain person. Or why your behaviors start to change. Or why you start picking up certain habits. Mm -hmm. It's because, let's be real about it, women receive. Okay? Mm -hmm. So when that happens and... That that man, you're picking up everything that's a part of his soul. Mm. And if his soul is vexed or if his soul is unclean or, you know, he has some, some spiritual pollution in there, that follows you. You mm -hmm. know, I feel like to me, and people don't realize it, I think that is the greatest way that the enemy transfers spirits is through mm. sex. Mm. And we don't wow. really think about it. Oh, Lord. Because we like, why am I behaving like this? And it's like, you had a transfer, baby. You you, you had a deposit mm -hmm. that happened. So that's the real talk. You know, that's, that's the real part is that, you know, there's a such thing I like to say as sexually transmitted diseases, okay? Or sin is transmitted as mm. a disease. Oh, snap. You know what I'm saying? That's another word for STD. Wow. Y'all want the real? A lot of times sin can be is transmitted through sex and it's a trick of the enemy because you're more than your body. Right. Women, please hear us. You are more than a one night stand. Yeah. You are more than him just getting himself off mm -hmm. you're not nobody's right. jump off i know that's not good english <laughs> but you're not nobody's <laughs> jump off you're not nobody's jump in you're mm -hmm. not anybody's hoe you're god's daughter right and men the same for you you're not any females jump off mm -hmm. right you are god's son mm -hmm. and it's okay to stand up for something yes you know mm -hmm. especially Something as beautiful, but yet dangerous. Right. It's beautiful when it's done the way that God says so. You know, I hated with my mama back in the day. I was like, mama, can I do this? She'd be like, no, nah, because I said so. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of times God does that. Uh-huh. No. And like, why God? And he don't say nothing. That mean, because I said so. Right. And... That's where trust comes in. Mm -hmm. That we trust that 
His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. So, okay, God, I don't like the fact that you told me no. Because mm -hmm. I really, really want to do this. Right. But God. It's protection. Come on. It's it's the best it's condom. protection. <laughs> Just don't do it until you're married. <laughs> That's the best condom. Girl. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. Jesus. Okay. okay, so the second point um, is in a relationship, you gain a deeper intimacy with a person when focused on the mind, the heart, and the soul of mm. them and not their body. Come on, Dan. Because when you get so uh, focused on the body part, you don't get to really get to know the person, who they mm -hmm. really are, their characteristics, their upbringing, mm -hmm. what they are wanting to do in the future, their goals, um, you know, with their insecurities, you know, their, mm -hmm. their um, emotional uh, traits, you know, that there are things about people that you just, you'd be amazed when you get to know about them mm -hmm. and, and you get to grow the love even more when you get to know about them. Even when it's, you know, hard and difficult, even when it, it, it seems so deep and you're like, oh, I don't know if I can handle this, but it's the fact mm -hmm. that you got your own insecurities, you got your own flaws, you got your own emotional traits and, and your characteristics as well. Mm -hmm. And when you know this one loves you and accepts you for all of you mm -hmm. and, 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 and vice versa, that love is so special and so genuine and so pure because Agreed. even though y'all are imperfect, <laughs> y'all perfect together because y'all know each other deep down to the grain of it, their deepest fears. It's something mm -hmm. about that when someone trusts you with that kind of information and, and you just like, there's nobody else on this earth that knows this person better than I do. Yeah. You know, God knows him better. He know all his hair in his head, but right. on this earth, I know everything wow. about him. He knows everything about me and we are down for each other. We love each other no matter what. Mm -hmm. That is a special love. And that intimacy is something that people truly, really want. But mm -hmm. they always seem to think because they do something for someone or have sex with someone or 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 give them that, then 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 that will come after. But it doesn't. Mm -hmm. You have to get that Ooh. first. And everybody wants to be loved. Everybody wants to have that deep love. They really do. Agree. But they just don't realize the steps that that that, that is necessary to get that kind of love. Agreed. And I think uh, the lack of that realization is because there the footprints or the imprint of what that looks like is rare in society. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I know that I've come to you, you know, really upset about, you know, personal struggles or things. And, you know, when I, you know, will go to certain people and kind of try to ask them for advice, mm -hmm. they didn't really know what to say. Mm -hmm. And, in those moments when I would be upset and I would cry, you know, I felt like God was saying, you're going to them, but you're the answer. Mm -hmm. So right. as difficult and as challenging as it is, you know, a lot of times you're, you're the answer to, to, to that, um, to that uh, silhouette or typology being shown, you know, in in your region or mm -hmm. in in the earth or whatever the the case may be, and I think, you know, a lot of it is people. Is the example isn't isn't uh -huh. there either? Yeah, that's true. So that's true. you know, because I know, I mean, I I love my parents, but you know, that wasn't their story, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. I don't fault. Y'all hear me. I don't fault my parents because that wasn't what my parents were taught. 
Right. Yeah. You know, my parents grew up in the church and they loved God Mm -hmm. and they still love God. Let me, let me put that out there. Right. Um, but that just wasn't what was taught to them, Mm -hmm. you know? So they couldn't teach me what they didn't have. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, I totally agree that that type of intimacy is so beautiful and some people may be thinking, okay, well, you know, how can I have that level of intimacy without having sex? You have a level of intimacy with a lot of people around you. Right. Your friends, your parents, your sisters, your nieces, your nephews. Think about how pure that intimacy is and you don't have sex with any of them. Right. I hope you're not. Right. You know. <laughs> um, oh, Jesus. You don't have, you don't have, you know, sex with any of them. So think about the relationships that you do have that are so pure. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about my niece. Anytime my niece comes around, she is right up under me. Mm -hmm. And even though I don't say it, I love it. I absolutely love it because it's like, mommy, I'm going with auntie. And it's like, you know, her brothers be looking like, and I'm like, come (laughs) on, boo. And it's like, it's special. It's Mm -hmm. something that we have as auntie and as niece. Right. So, and it's pure. It's unadulterated. I want that too. Yeah. With my boo. Exactly. With my husband. Exactly. Yeah. And I want to go back because you said there's not really an example. And, you know, there's a reason why there's so much example because it's not popular. And in society, people look at you if you say that you're celibate or that you're waiting, that you are a goody two-shoe or that you're fake or that you um, are not going to be fun or that you don't think or that you or that you think that you're like a nun or something like that. You can't dress a certain way and you don't know how to be (laughs) sexy or that, you know, it's just so unpopular and and looked down upon Mm -hmm. or that you don't have enough. You don't have enough knowledge or that you're not an adult or it just you just look down so negatively and so people don't want to always express that they are are being celibate or waiting until marriage because it's not popular Mm -hmm. and that they're afraid of the judgment so they just rather be in the closet or behind scenes and and just hide it from people Mm -hmm. and they're still doing it but they're not proud of it or they're afraid or they're ashamed and that's why we don't have very many examples out especially not in our generation not people are not saying it you know um so I pray that more people will be able to speak out. I mean, I know we're speaking out as well, too, but it's not always easy to speak out because when you have to, you know, say these things, people look at you funny or look at you differently. And it is what it is because, I mean, I'm not going to be ashamed of God. And if you are, then he will be ashamed of you. So I I don't have time for that. Ain't nobody on this earth worth me um, losing out on my relationship with God or me uh, being ashamed by Mm -hmm. by God. So I'm definitely not going to... Um, allow that mindset to um, hinder me from speaking the truth mm-hmm. or speaking my truth. Um, but I do pray that we have more examples in generation and not be afraid to speak up and say, Agreed. you know, that I'm waiting to marriage or that I'm celibate and that I'm okay with that. You know what I'm saying? I totally agree. And I understand what it's like to be one of those people, you know, that's, you know, ashamed or embarrassed or just struggling. I mean, because this is hard, you know, yeah. even just having this conversation this is hard because you know i've shared with you before i've had people to try to dig in Mm -hmm. and you know make snide comments or remarks and trying to figure out feel me out and see where i am and you know i don't tell my business right you know you know how i am (laughs) so 
I definitely understand what it's like to be one of those people, but I'm grateful that, you know, God has given me some courage mm-hmm. today to be able to say, Amen. this is the choice that I made for him. Right. And I made this choice because I love him and I have to make it every day. Y'all mm-hmm. don't get it twisted and think that we don't twinkle, that we don't twackle. Don't think that we don't struggle. Hey, listen. That ain't true. So, if people say that it ain't true, they lied to you, boo. Let me put it out there. They lied. So, what I know that I have to do for me to be able to maintain or keep myself in the right vein, make sure I ain't watching that stuff on social media right. or those movies or listen to them songs. Because some of these songs, the, 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 the beat, the beat is right and I forget So, you know, there are many things that will come up against your choice, Mm -hmm. whether your choice is I'm waiting till I get married or whether your choice is I've messed up and I'm just and I'm going to be celibate. Mm -hmm. There are things that are going to come up against that. But you have to remember that God says in his world, if he's for you, then who can be against you? So there is no other spirit that will be able to defeat you because he does give us a way of escape. Every single time. For sure. Okay, so the next point, um, the benefits of celibacy is you think more clearly and you make good decisions in life, in relationships, and in business. Because anyone that knows when you are having sex or doing sexual activities, um, your thinking and your focus is clouded. Uh, especially with a person that you are in a relationship with or want in a relationship with or someone that is, uh, let's say y'all keep going back and forth, y'all break up and and y'all get back together, y'all break up, get back together kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, That distracts you. If you even if you have a job, a lot of times you think about that person, or you or you're thinking about, oh, oh, what are they doing? Are they cheating on me? Or um, we just had sex last night, and I'm so distracted. And um, especially if you're a Christian and you're struggling with the fact that you you you're mm-hmm. wanting to do it God's way, but then you keep getting in temptation, and so then you end up doing those sexual activities, and then you're feeling guilty. Your your mind is so clouded with so much uh, either guilt or or shame. yeah shame, or you're also just kind of like just. Uh, um, some and and this is normal because we're humans. Maybe you're wanting more, and so you keep thinking about sex. And then, especially with men, if you're having sex, and then you see a woman is attractive, and then you're looking at porn, and then you're masturbating. Like you're always in chaos. You're always in a clouded mindset. You're not thinking about your future or your goals, school or business. You know, and and, and maybe sometimes depending on the type of toxic relationships that you may possibly be in. You know, saying that also can cause um division and chaos in your family so Mm -hmm. a a lot of times when you're in those activities before marriage or or with someone that you're not married to or that you're not supposed to be with uh, a lot of times your mind is so clouded that you're not able to make good decisions in life and there's other things that you're seeing that's lacking um around you Mm -hmm. and when you're celibate you have you have such a clear mind and a focusedness um and and a peace that you're able to really make uh, good sound decisions you have mm. very high self control which is a gift in itself I mean, isn't that one of the fruits of the spirit yes, um, you is. know what I'm saying self control is so powerful oh the devil hate when you got self control Come on, Dave. And, and, and not just in sex and a lot of things but we're talking about sex right now so mm. yeah that is a 
big benefit mm -hmm. is having a clear mind when you're being celibate because when you're not and you're having sex or have multiple sex partners, mm -hmm. it's so cloudy. You're not making good decisions. You're always in drama and you're always thinking negatively and it's just a back and forth. Agreed. I definitely agree. When I think about decisions, I think about um, or your your mind and your mental space being clouded. You're not able to see yourself and you're not able to see that person. And it's really important that, you know, as you are a, a single individual, that you have the capacity and the ability to be able to say, mm, I'm kind of struggling in this area. I need to, you know, up my game or I need to really pray and ask God to which fruit of the spirit I do need to be able to grow or to change in this area. So that was just what I thought about when you said um, that it clouds our thinking and our judgment. It, you don't have the freedom to see you and where you can become better for God first and then for all your other relationships. Most definitely. Most definitely. All right. And then the last uh, benefit of celibacy is God is pleased and glorified by your obedience and your, your uh, sacrifice. You know, um, a lot of times there's a lot of blessings that come with the obedience. Not a lot of times. I'm going to say all the time there's, there's blessings when it comes to obedience. And that, of course, is for those that believe in God and that are Christians. You know, like I said, there's other reasons why people are celibate and they may not be Christians. But on this point, I'm to focus on those that are actually Christians that are celibate because of what God has said in the word. And so God is glorified and he's very pleased because he knows that it's not easy, you know, obviously, because there, there's so many people. It, it, Y'all understand. So so that right there gives you a joy to know that he is smiling and he's happy and he knows that it is not easy and that he is there for you trying his best to help you in those times when you're feeling weak, when you're feeling lonely, when you're feeling like it's not worth it and he is there to strengthen you, but he oh, is so happy. And, and the, as many testimonies that I've heard, I, I have not seen it yet in my life and I know that it will be, but in many stories I've heard in families and friends, well, not many. I'll say a few because ain't a lot of people that I know. But the few that I have heard and, and even ones that I don't know that I've just, you know, heard on YouTube, you know, you podcast and people that I don't know personally that have said that, that you know, the, the celibacy blessed them. And when they were connected with their husband or with their wife, that it was worth the wait and that also that their, their life was prosperous in all areas of their lives because again and we'll say it multiple times is that a relationship is not the only thing you need to focus on in life mm -hmm. you know being married is not the ultimate goal of life and right. so I um, just want to encourage you that that right there is enough to know that God is pleased and blessed and to know that his best for you will come when the right time comes and you will be happy that you were celibate and focused on the whole picture of, of life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's definitely important knowing that he's pleased because it's really easy to live a life for people and for the likes uh -huh. and for the trends and for the times. But Knowing and understanding that he gives us the grace to help us when we need it the most because 
to be real about it, y'all, when you make that decision, it's not easy. Mm-hmm. It is not easy. You have challenges. You have temptations. You have frustrations. You have nights where you cry. There are... There's a backstory that comes along with the the choice, you know, to remain that way. But what I love is that God is so faithful and that, you know, he does give us that grace. But in order for us, for him to give us that grace, we have to be honest with him. Don't think that God can't handle your honesty. Mm -hmm. You know, he, he can handle it. We the ones that can't handle it. Right. Like... Try not to think in that mindset. And I know I've thought that way, you know, like, you know, God, like, how do I come to you about this? And it's like, you just do what you do mm-hmm. and you come to him and you be honest. And he, he does, he helps. So for sure, for sure. But thank y'all so much for listening. I hope this was a blessing and please, please comment, uh, you know, share and just talk to us, message us on uh, Facebook on uh, at real tales. And that's R E L L. Oh no, R E A L T E L L. Sorry, y'all. S. I can't spell this early in the morning. Y'all understand? Uh, I, I got up at 7 o'clock this morning on Saturday. The show you know is real. Uh, I can't spell this morning. But y'all know. Y'all gonna see it on Facebook. <laughs> but um, yes, please comment and share. You know, talk about it with y'all friends, y'all families. Message us. Let us know how you like the conversation, where you are, and, and what you think about celibacy. And please also watch Love Tales on YouTube. That's also at Real Tales. Um, the orange and the white. Look for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And um, just y'all have a great day, and we love y'all, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace. Peace.